Good afternoon, Paul Andrigo here, Toronto Real Estate Unfiltered, recording live in the studio, realestatepodcastshow.com. It's day three since the pandemic was announced. Since then, I've heard from many of you. I've been starting the process of helping many of you heal. I've been trying to help you all one by one because with each individual concern, there are varying solutions. But rest assured of one thing, a leader removes fear. I've been through several of these events over the years. As I was getting started in real estate in the early 2000s, little did I know that a few years later, 2003 to be exact, SARS would come along and be very much a game changer. Now, there are definitely differences between SARS and COVID-19 coronavirus. I understand that. I'm not a doctor, but I understand that was a different type of virus. This new version of it is a a much deadlier strain. It's a lot, it's doing a lot more damage and it's literally causing mass shutdown beyond anything that ever happened in 2003, which of course was pre-social media. I'm not saying the social media element adds to it. Some of you have said it. I think in some cases there is extreme fear happening and some of that is being um, misinterpreted in some cases as far as like how your life should go on um, as this, um, you know, in this new world. But I want to make sure that you understand this one recurring theme that will be something you'll hear a lot from me going forward. So a leader removes fear. And I want you to repeat that yourself. And I want you to make sure that the people that you're around are also in that position. You want to be around someone who will help you remove that fear. The reason I'm the one that you want to make sure that you're around is because I've been through these, again, I've been through SARS, I've been through the 2008 financial crisis and other challenging times. I've been reviewing my notes furiously and I keep very good notes. I've, I've mentioned this before on my podcast and I've got the proof here. I've got my notebooks going back to before I was in real estate, my, um, my idea books. I've, I've always kept notebooks to this day. I daily, I, this day that, um, 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 today specifically, I was furiously writing um, notes as I was out in um, uh, my neighborhood, and I was uh, discussing some of the um, some of the the, the community podcasting um, casting call, the community pod casting call um, that I'm doing for uh, again those small business owners in need, and I really want to make sure that every one of you listening understands that you have a voice and I want to be part of helping your voice be heard. There is no, for me, there's nothing, there's no better return on my time. I've spent two years building this 
podcast. There are over 25,000 total plays. I have worldwide exposure. When I have the opportunity to lend you that stage, to have you on there with me, to me, it's an absolute requirement. Okay. Yes, I also have concerns. Yes, I also have bills to pay. I absolutely will continue to do my work and I'm helping people move just as much as I've done before, but with an added bit of fear removal throughout the process. Part of that fear removal includes making sure I have my very special standby team of cleaners that will go into the homes and the condos and the lofts that you're buying with me to ensure that they are literally scrubbed from the doorknob right to every fixture to every part of that house so that when you move into your new property, which should never be anything less than an absolute massive grand opening and grand closing, which is what I do. I canceled open houses a long time ago, by the way, just a little side note. So there's a lot of people that are still doing them and they just refuse to stop. I think that might be the reason you might need to look elsewhere. If that is what you're being told to do, it is not the better way. The way you're hearing me now is the better way for me to get my message across. For me, my grand opening events, which are controlled, everyone signs in. It's a very controlled environment. It's not random strangers coming into your house, touching everything in your house, which is, again, before all of this was still to me a big problem. I I never understood it. And I have turned away more people some days than I've let in because they didn't want to sign in and they were used to being allowed into the house randomly. And of course, some of these people were also the kind that would um, also randomly lift objects, um, you know, as they stole. I've never had that happen in one of my properties because of the way I am going forward. This is not optional. I don't think anyone should be that irresponsible to be letting just random people into, you know, the properties that are for sale. I take that very seriously. I always have. Even though other people have sometimes tried to, you know, um, impress you by other things, there is no more important element than respecting those who you're working with, not just the sellers, but also the buyers. Whichever side I'm on, I'm still extremely respectful of both sides. So if I'm on the selling side, I'm going to make sure that that property is, again, handled very much, uh, you know, as, as carefully and as cautiously as possible, wiped down, cleaned down, again, I'm investing my time, I'm investing my resources into this because it is the time for that. A leader removes fear. I've been, I've been through this enough. Even when I started, I was able to do a pre, mid, and post review of what happened during SARS, what happened during the financial events, uh, the financial crisis. What's happened in a couple of different time periods along the way, there's been a couple blips on the screen, nothing like this. So to have someone who's prepared for this in your corner, to understand that even if you sold your house two months ago and you think everything's great, that buyer may not have a job in a month. That buyer's bank might not finance that closing. There's a lot of backup things. For me, there's a list of 100 plus things that can go wrong on every sale on average. 
you add the new economy and the new rules into this, and you're talking about probably um, doubling that list of things that can go very, very wrong through the process. And you don't want someone who's never been through this to be by your side. You can you can certainly hire whoever you want, but if you're doing that, you're definitely getting half the value of your investment. You're, you're, you're not getting your full value. You should be getting 10 times the value, not half. I don't think I need to explain that to my investor clients, and I hope I don't have to explain that to anyone here. So... As always, I'm trying to keep these messages positive and trying to be focused on being the problem solver that you guys need right now. And that's, again, indirectly, that's what this podcast was created for, okay? So if you want to know a list of all the new rules to follow, whether you're a small business owner, whether you're selling your house now, whether it's time to buy a new house, if you want to know what the new rules are right now, guess what? There are no rules. The banks don't even have specific rules going on. I know what's going on behind the scenes. I know that there is, in some cases, panic going on as far as what's happening on the bank scales, what's happening with a lot of small businesses who are not able to adapt quickly. A lot of them will not be here in six months. And that is a very frightening thing for a lot of people to understand. So those of you who are going to adapt, those of you who are going to step up on the stage, perhaps with a shaky voice, and talk about what you do, you'll be part of something that I've already seen happening long before this happened. This is one thing I've been literally laser focused on since 2018, just because I I saw all the signs, I've seen it get stronger and stronger. And especially now where people are not going to go out for as much as they'd like to, um, not not going to restaurants as much as they used to. So this is very much, uh, but people still have to do certain things. They still have to eat. They will always need somewhere to live and they're going to need clothes, food, shelter, and clothing. There's a couple others that might be considered essentials, but um, you know, and they're going to work. So So the workplace has changed dramatically as well. Places that would never let you work at home because they never trusted their employees. All of a sudden now they trust you because they have to. They had to adapt. So there you go. The good ones will not only adapt or survive, they'll also thrive. They'll realize people can, in some cases, be more productive on their own schedules versus being watched over by a camera or in a contained building. It's, it's, it's a whole different way of thinking that was not at all planned. There's no way um, anyone's going to convince me any of this was, you know, um, um, something planned. I've, I've read some article about it being potentially a, a bioterror uh, situation where, you know, some of this was possibly planned. I can't imagine um, anything that dark. But again, what I'm saying is we have some new um, frontiers that are in front of us. For a lot of you, your old world, like your world in January, February, like that is, that's a whole different generation now. Like that's so far away from what's going to be. The reality, I mean, the NHL has shut down. The NFL, sorry, the NHL has shut down. The NBA has shut down. 
countless number of concerts are shut down. I've, ca- I've canceled. Like this is not something that is being treated as a small uh, blip on the screen. This is again potentially, potentially life changing for some for some people. It could potentially ruin some, but it also could be. A learning experience. It's a really hard thing to talk about it that way, but there was a post that I saw recently from a professor in the US talking about as much as the year is going to be shot to hell, don't forget that you're living in a time of incredible human history happening right now. As much as it's not something that anyone wants to go through, this is an opportunity. I told my um, 11-year-old this today. I said, this is history that you are living right now. This is something that you'll remember when you're older, but you'll actually say that you were there at that time. This, There's no book that will be able to keep up uh, to be as interesting as what you're going through right now. Uh, and, and both our kids are, are extremely bright, brilliant kids that just... Um, understand it without even panicking that much, which is again, totally acceptable. However, um, they're also learning from it. They also understand that, uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of more caution going on and there's going to be some adapting going on. All the kids in Ontario are going to be home for an extra two weeks. So even the school board is on this same new page and they're trying to figure it out as they go. So rather than start all over again with, you know, every, for, for, with someone who has not been here, has not, you know, has never had to, you know, deal with these issues being problem solving at this level, why would you reinvent the wheel? Make sure that whether or, or not you're moving with me right now, you're not sure about it, you've got questions about your property value, I'm keeping many of my clients updated. Normally, I send reports out every quarter for people who are in the process of moving. Some people want me send, sending them reports every week now, and that's actually what I've done. I've set up a very um, specific um, alert system that is by invitation. Uh, it's an invitation-based program. So I've set it up so that literally anytime someone's moving on your street, 700 meters outside your front door, you will be notified. And you need to be notified, number one, because, you know, again, you are an investor in that neighborhood. You should know what's going on. But number two, you should also know what's going on behind the scenes. Are those souls actually closing? A lot of you are asking me about that, and that's something to be determined. I will see if all those sold signs you see up there right now are going to be closing. And I'm going to be, for my clients, going to be enacting the checklist that I had in place during SARS, during the 2008 crisis, and other challenging times to further reinforce the buyer qualifications that I would like. And these are just things that might seem in some cases obvious, but there's also some elements of my checklist that are very exclusive to what I do. This is something that's very important to me to the point where even before this started, the buyers that I have out there right now, my active buyers are cash buyers, meaning they have both sold and closed their properties. So they are in a very good position. There are actually on the food chain situation for buyers, these are the top of the food chain. So they are in the best position possible and they've had to deal with losing bids after losing bids. So they're in a position now to possibly 
get the house they want to get and to be able to secure it uh, finally if the um, system allows for it. So there is opportunity for them and maybe some of you are listening and you might be in that position too. But for the sellers right now, the ones I'm dealing with and the ones that I've known all these years, there are new rules in place. You must know what they are. You cannot take risks right now. This is not the time to, again, work with someone who's never been through this, who doesn't have the experience. You do not want to be dealing with that at the closing table and or possibly not closing at all because there are repercussions to that. There are more problems that come along with not closing in terms of the stigma attached to, well, why didn't the property sell? What's wrong with it? Blah, blah, blah. You want to reduce those possibilities. Having someone there who knows what's going on, who's been through this before many times and puts you high, you know, puts you right up on this stage with me as a featured property on my podcast show. 25,000 total plays, worldwide distribution. Again, I'm taking over in 2020. I've already told many of you that. This doesn't stop that. This is just a matter of adapting to this new reality. 2020 is the decade of the podcast. I want to make sure that you're there with me. If you are, head over to realestatepodcastshow.com. Get registered with me. Sign up now. You'll want to be part of this Early, If you're concerned about what's happening later on, the smart ones are signed up with me now. Don't wait until it's too late where you don't have options. Talk to me now. The next three weeks, many of the parents I know who have to move, they're doing it now. They actually are looking forward to the three weeks off. Uh, Not many people are. Some people I know are. This is an un believable time for you to be out there if you're planning to go because of the fact that the timing of it is still early enough where you might be able to still do pretty well. So I'm telling you from experience from the past, this is where this is going. Talk to me now. Let's get this going. I really want to make sure I get you through this. And don't forget, a leader removes fear. I hope this has been helpful.